It's First Take, your take on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app at Series 6M Channel 80, also the simulcast on ESPN News. In for Jason Fitz, I'm Jonathan Hood. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all of our guests we're going to have, they're going to be on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Let me first give you our Sports Center headlines. Texans Kenny Stills arrested at the Louisville protest. So Louisville police say that Stills was one of 87 people arrested Tuesday after protesting at the home of Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron. Still faces three charges, including intimidation uh, of a participant in the legal process. That is a felony. The protest was over the death of Breonna Taylor, who's 26, the 26-year-old black woman who was shot eight times in Louisville back on March 13th. Also, Ed Ogeron, LSU's head coach, I got a chance to talk to the vice president, uh, Mike Pence, and says that we need football. Oregon spoke, um, the Oregon coach uh, spoke to Mike Pence and said, we really need football. Football is the lifeblood of our country. And lastly, uh, James Harden of the Houston Rockets. He arrives in Orlando five days after the team. Harden must go through the initial quarantine in his room, as all players and staff did upon arrival before joining practice. So Harden arrives with the Houston Rockets in Orlando. That is our uh, headlines right here on First Take Your Take right here on ESPN Radio. Um, time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Um, so the big story of the day is Dak Prescott. But when is it not the big story of the day? When you talk about the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, his name has been hot in NFL circles this offseason. And the big question is, when's Dak going to get paid? Last summer, we went through this with Zeke and trying to figure out, well, Zeke Elliott, when's he going to get paid? It's just the never-ending drama with the Cowboys. It's so tiresome to me. It is, personally, because we know that Dak Prescott's going to get paid because there is no bigger difference maker at the position for the Cowboys on that depth chart than Dak Prescott. And don't at me with Andy Dalton. It's a great backup and a great guy to have on your roster because of experience. But Andy Dalton is not the answer. It just every summer, the Dallas Cowboys have to put us through this. You know, who's which star player is going to get paid? Which star player is not going to get paid? Prescott and his agent and the Jones clan are going to find a way to get this deal done, period. It's just that I think that because the Dallas Cowboys are so polarizing, whichever way you want to take that, and because they're always in the news for one reason or the other, I think that this is why the Cowboys get so much acclaim and so many question marks around the organization. And this is a team here that has not won the Super Bowl in a while here. And so the negotiations aren't always a slight at the player. I've been through negotiations with contracts in my career as a broadcaster for ESPN. I've been through negotiations. It's not always a slight. Sometimes it's just about negotiations, trying to find that sweet spot financially for both sides. That's what it comes down to. But it's, it's not just this huge slight on, well, I guess this is the end for Dak Prescott. I mean, if he's just going to get tagged, that means that this is the end. No, more than likely, Dak Prescott's going to be with the team for the long haul. It's just that it's just part of the push and pull, the tug of war when it comes to these negotiations. So if you're a Cowboys fan and you're on pins and needles at the edge of your seat saying, oh, uh, well, what's going on with Dak? Is he going to get signed? Yeah, of course. I remember last year. After the first game uh, that the Cowboys played, 
Jerry Jones, as you well know, is someone that loves to have his press conference even before his head coach does, right? Uh, but all the time after games, you see Jerry Jones against the wall talking to uh, the press. And he said, you know, we're pretty close to a deal here. And I, like a deal is imminent, I believe was his actual quote when it came to Dak, Dak Prescott. That was last season. And so here we are on the 15th of July, and there is no deal that's in sight. And so the question is, what's going to happen with this? Well, if I were Dak today, I would feel like, man, every time I turn on first take, every time I watch SportsCenter, every time I turn on my favorite music station, everyone's talking about me. You know, the dude just wants to hear Summer Walker and Tony Sway and Kendrick P. And he just wants to be able to turn on music and not hear stuff about him. We know how special Dak Prescott is as a player. If you think he's in the middle of the road, that's still pretty good in this league. He may not be Patrick Mahomes, but he's still a viable quarterback. And guess what? I know that. You know that. And also Jerry Jones knows that. Right here on First Take, your take right here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Jonathan Hood in for Jason uh, Fitz. So uh, as we talk about this with Dak Prescott, uh, I thought it was a really great conversation today regarding Dak Prescott on first take. Max Kellerman is not completely sold on Dak, but Stephen A. and Louis Riddick uh, says that he's earned the deal. Let's go back in time earlier today and hear the conversation about Dak Prescott. Has he proven enough to get a big deal? Does he deserve to be the top paid quarterback, not named Patrick Mahomes? No. Not simply because he's the next guy up. Now, there are two different things here. One, the way it actually works. And two, the way it ought to work. The way it should be. Should Carson Wentz have gotten the size deal he got? No. No, he couldn't compete. Well, he carried his team to the playoffs. Stop, everybody. He played okay down the stretch, turning the ball over late in games, third downs, consistently following up a great play with bad plays and was in the weakest division of all time and got healthy against that division, the NFC East, against whom, by the way, all the other quarterbacks did at least as well as Carson Wentz late in that season. Did Jared Goff deserve the size of the contract he got? Well, how did the Rams fare after they gave him that deal, right? Is that part of the reason they're a little cash-strapped in terms of paying people they need to pay or attracting free agents? Yes. Goff and Wentz has a really high upside, and Goff throws a pretty spiral, right? But can those guys compensate for the fact that you may not have enough money to pay the defense? No, they're not those kind of players, at least not yet. And guys, neither is Dak. So when people point to, well, Wentz got paid and Goff got paid, that was a mistake. The market is irrationally exuberant for quarterbacks. And the Dallas Cowboys have tried to be responsible about this. They waited too long to try to extend Dak. That's why it's so expensive now. They played him cheap for so long. That's true. But they're saying, look, we gave you everything in offense, at least defensive talent, though they underperformed last year. Now we're even bringing in the coach. We're isolating. Was it the coach or the quarterback? Okay, that now they're saying, let's get rid of the coach. Now let's find out if it's the quarterback. The Cowboys are still not 100% convinced that Dak is or is going to be elite. That's why this is happening. And guys, as much as I believe Dak is on his way to being elite, I can't say I fault them. He's good, maybe on his way to being great. He's not great yet. 
Well, you're wrong. Number one reason you're wrong is because you changed the question. Very slick of you, Max Kellerman, but you don't get to get away with that on first take. The question was, has Dak proven enough to get a big deal? It wasn't whether or not he should be the second in line to Patrick Mahomes. So it's good on your part. It's very adroit, very skillful and smooth on your part. But you're dealing with me here. You ain't getting away with that. That was not the question. (laughs) The question was, has he done enough to get a big deal? And the answer is yes. 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 65% of the completion of his passes, a 99 quarterback rating. You look at all of these different things, right? And you you go along with the fact that look at the investment that the Dallas Cowboys have made. You buffered your wide receiving court. You drafted CeeDee Lamb to go with Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper. Jason Witten, the senior citizen, is no longer your tight end. You still got a 1,300 yards rusher plus rusher and Ezekiel Elliott. You got a big-time offensive line, and you're already paying Dak Prescott million this year. Now, granted, when you sit up there and say, has he proven enough or whatever the case may be, you can make the argument against it. I understand that, but we got to take into account who you have. Andy Dalton's your backup. Andy Dalton improved that in nine years. We look at a lot of quarterbacks getting paid around the National Football League. A few of them don't have Super Bowl championships, but they're getting paid. Kirk Cousins is getting paid. Matt Ryan is getting paid. Matthew Stafford is getting paid. The list goes on and on. Now, granted, that's 28 to 30 million per year as opposed to the 35 million a year that Dak Prescott is talking about. But again, without getting into the specific number, does he deserve a lucrative long-term deal? To me, anything above 31 one million per year for a multitude of years is a lucrative long-term deal. Does Dak Prescott deserve that based on that? I think so. Also, let's not forget this. Jason Garrett was his coach. We had a lot of questions about offensive play calling, about taking the ball out of Ezekiel Elliott's hands, about Amari Cooper being on the bench when he needed to be on the field in key pivotal moments. There's a lot of questionable decisions. Jason Garrett, when he was the head coach, along with his offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, there was a lot of questionable decisions that were made last year, which is why Mike McCarthy got the job now. So when I look at all of those different things, I say, yo, Dak Prescott deserves a long-term deal for big money. Yes, I think he has earned that. Yeah, he's definitely proven that he is worthy of a long-term deal. There's no question about that. That's not even an argument. The argument obviously has to be advanced to the next level, which is does he deserve an upper echelon top five contract? And see, really, the contract negotiations, especially when you're talking about quarterbacks, is not about what you deserve because what you deserve is subjective. It'll be that will go that will vary from team to team to team depending upon the person that you're talking to. It's a matter of what you can get given the marketplace. And that's what Dak is setting himself up to find out. What can he get in the open market where people then can openly bid for his services? And he's putting himself in a position the only way he can to find that out. Sign this one-year deal. If Dallas isn't going to give me the deal that I think I deserve in terms of a long-term deal, sign this franchise tag, play this year, and then throw the ball back in Dallas's court again. Do you want to tag me at a number significantly higher than the one I've, that I've been tagged at that is going to make, thing, make it prohibitive for you to go out and try and do other things with the rest of this roster? Do you want to assume that kind of cat figure for me, or do you want to find out what your next best alternative? Which, in that case, I'm going to hit the open market, and I'm going to find out what I deserve. If you franchise tag me again... That's fine. I'll take my $69 million, just shy of $70 million bucks for two years. I'll be sitting good. Either way, I'm going to be good. Now, I'm going to assume some risk, but either way, I'm going to be good. And I'm going to find out what I quote-unquote deserve. Because that's, what, that's really what Dak is setting himself up for right now. 
He really is. He wants to see what the open market would value, how that would value him compared to how Dallas clearly has said Lewis. how we're going to value you. So he's in a good spot. Great conversation regarding Dak Prescott uh, and where his standing with the Dallas Cowboys. As you're listening to First Take, your take on ESPN Radio and ESPN News, also on Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Jonathan Hooden for Jason Fitz, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, and this is part of Straight Talk Wireless, by the way. Cover all of your bases with Straight Talk Wireless. Get uh, the same networks as big carriers. Only pay up to 50% less. Get the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data. Then 2G for for 45 bucks a month? Wow, 45 bucks a month only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Again, at straighttalk.com. Yeah, so we're talking about Dak Prescott. And let's open the phone lines, James. Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I want to get your take on Dak Prescott only in this regard. I want you to tell me, based on all of the question marks and the slings and arrows at Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and their relationship and whether or not Dak is the man for the future for the Cowboys, tell me this. Do you believe that the Cowboys will win a Super Bowl with with Dak Prescott as your quarterback? Because to me, I think Dak Prescott is definitely in that top 15, in that upper tier of quarterbacks in the NFL. But what it comes down to is, for me, it's not building your resume on just beating Washington and the New York Giants. Okay? You got to do more than just beating those two. Yes, you have to be able to win games in your division. That's important first. And then as you move through your schedule, you want to continue to beat some of the upper echelon teams across the NFL. But a lot of the resume that we've seen from Dak is beating up on the Giants and the, and the Redskins, and I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, I still think that there's still room to grow for Dak Prescott. Because he came in this league in 2016, 13-3 to start off. Uh, he's 40-24 and 24 overall in his career. You take a look at the number of touchdowns he's had. He had 30 touchdowns last year versus 11 interceptions. So he's definitely, to me, is an upper echelon quarterback. I just want to find out from you, just based on the personnel, this should be, as I said last year, this should be a really good year for the Cowboys for them to have incremental success Um, Whether they're going to win the Super Bowl in 2020, I'm not so sure. But I say that from a a standpoint of terrific offensive weapons, why can't the Cowboys be better than just be one and out uh, in the playoffs? Why can't they be able to make some noise? So, And a lot of it's based on Dak Prescott. So in your gut, as I tell you about Dak Prescott, you tell me, do you think the Cowboys could ever win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott as your quarterback? Uh, we see Patrick Mahomes at the top of his game as a quarterback, and he got paid handsomely, and rightfully so. He earned it. Andy Reid earned it. That that team was so terrific offensively. And so was San Francisco, by the way. I, I don't want to turn a blind eye to San Francisco. Someone had to lose that Super Bowl. San Francisco was a very good team this year. But as you well know, as an NFL fan, everything is predicated on having a quarterback that can get it done. For years, we've looked at offense and we've looked at defense in the NFL. But now more than ever, 
you look at the quarterback position, even young quarterbacks in the league, you say, hmm, Sam Darnold, maybe, right? Kyler Murray, hmm, maybe. Uh, Haskins from Washington, hmm, maybe. You always look at the quarterbacks that are out there and you say, there is that tier of goats. I got Tom Brady who's been there and done that. You see here with Patrick Mahomes. And then you have this young tier of quarterbacks that are on the come. And so the NFL is rich of, of really solid quarterback play. Dak Prescott's part of that. But I, I want to know whether or not you think that he's a, good enough to be able to get it done because it's more than Mike McCarthy just being the head coach. Uh, being from the Midwest, I saw a ton of Mike McCarthy as a head coach, and he was tied at the hip with Aaron Rodgers. And so, and that was a great combination. Those two were able to win some games, but only one Super Bowl. And so for Cowboys fans, it's about winning that one Super Bowl first. I think it can happen with Dak Prescott as a quarterback. I just don't know when. I've always questioned some of the the uh, the players for the Cowboys over the years offensively, but right now the way it's set, you saw a running game, wide receivers. They've got a, like a really good offensive line. Why can't the Cowboys get it done? So eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six is our phone number. Uh, Jonathan Hood in for Jason Fitz here on First Take. Your take. Let me get to um, to the phone line to talk to you. Uh, let me go to Keith in Texas. He is with us here on First Take, Your Take on ESPN Radio. Keith, thanks for your time. Thank you. What do you think? Dak Prescott, can, can he get it done with the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl? Yes, we know he can get it done, especially with Mike McCarthy. He, he's a hell of a uh, quarterback coach. He can only get better. We all know that Dak, Dak Prescott is a great quarterback. The last last year, Amari Cooper, I think he blew it when he didn't come back in against the Eagles to make to show you guys what Dak Pitt could really do. That one play. But y'all know him. He's done better than Tony Romo in the last four years. He got paid. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the holdback. Everybody say, well, Dak hadn't proven. Dak hadn't proven. Dak has proven himself since the first time he stepped on the field. We all know that. Amari Cooper, y'all say he's that, that, that receiver? No. Once we get a real receiver, a true receiver, and I think this kid that comes from Oklahoma will prove our point, Dak is going to have an outstanding year. He has, he has the tools. If they just let Dak take over, he's a smart quarterback. They let him call his plays. He can read. And I think that was a holdback. All right, my friend. I'm glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Leaves line open. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. What is your take on Dak Prescott? Yes, the money and the contract situation is happening, but I don't see it as a big deal because eventually Dak is going to get paid. It's just that really is what it comes down to is just negotiations. So uh, it's going to happen just like it happened for Zeke. It's going to happen for Dak Prescott, but just not on our timeline. It's their timeline. Prescott and his agent and Jerry Jones and the Jones clan uh, in Tennessee. Here's Todd on ESPN radio's first take your take. Hi, Todd. Hey man. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Um, like, okay. The guy before me, he pretty much said everything. Um, the only thing going for him now is Mike McCarthy took that whole year off. He basically relearned everything because he was stuck in his ways up in green Bay. And last year, I mean, Dak was, what, top five in all categories, mm-hmm. correct? 
the boy needs to get paid. I mean, Romo got paid. So I just think that hopefully McCarthy can utilize every talent he can. But like the guy before me said, the boy can read. He can call plays. He's got it. Yeah. Well, let me let's address it. And I appreciate your telephone call. Yeah, I think it's clear how good a quarterback Dak Prescott is. Uh, but it, it's still about room to grow. Right. Like when we talk about the, the best of the best in the NFL and we start with Patrick Mahomes and we talk about uh, quarterbacks of that ilk. There's no question that he is that guys like Russell Wilson, who I like, Ben Roethlisberger, who's been there and done that, Philip Rivers, who'll be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, as you take a look at the, those like Drew Brees, I can mention him from New Orleans. There are terrific quarterbacks that have been around for a while. Dak Prescott still has room to grow as a quarterback. Um, I don't think that there's a ceiling to his success. Everything is predicated on the weapons around him, and I think even with the weapons on this depth chart in front of me for the Cowboys, uh, I don't see why. The, the Cowboys cannot be able to climb the ladder and get better. As the Giants try to figure things out, as Washington is trying to rebuild with Ron Rivera, um, I don't see, in you know, the Eagles are always going to be formidable because of their organization. I don't know why the Cowboys can't continue to fight and just get better. You're listening to First Take, your take on ESPN Radio. I'm Jonathan Hood in for Jason Fitz, this portion of which is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save in as little as three minutes at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. All right, coming up next, we will talk to one of our best NFL insiders. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. That's why we created Eno, the Capital One assistant that looks out for surprise credit card charges like over-tipping, duplicate charges, or potential fraud, then sends an alert to your phone and helps if you need to fix them. Another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Hello, this is your apartment. I need some favors from you. Your cat keeps rubbing against the kitchen island and I can't return the favor. Can you give her extra pets for me? After that, could you bundle your renters and car insurance with Geico? We could save money, and it's easy to do online. And one last thing. Could you leave the TV on during the day? I need to catch up on my soaps. Geico. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. First take, your take on ESPN Radio, the ESPN News and Sirius XM Channel Lady. I'm Jonathan Hood, and for Jason Fitz, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And Pennzoil Synthetic Motor Oils are made from natural gas. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil, uh, based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Glad that you're with us here on uh, First Take, Your Take here on ESPN Radio. Big topics regarding the NFL and Dak Prescott. When will a deal uh, take place? We only have a few hours away from finding out whether or not it's the tag or a new deal in place. It is Chris Mortensen who covers the National Football League like a blanket. Our ESPN NFL insider joins us here on First Take, Your Take on ESPN Radio. Uh, More Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for your time. Jonathan, thanks for having me on. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to uh, some of the, the signings and what's going on with the NFL. I'll, I'll ask you this. So based on, on what you know, what seems more likely, a new deal for Dak or the franchise tag this season? Well, franchise tag. And uh, to be honest with you, I think we, we're talking about it a lot because it's that type of offseason. 
well, we had we didn't have OTAs. Uh, a lot of things we didn't have, and and the deck and uh, and, and Cowboys negotiations. We go back to last year uh, in terms of you know, where they were at going into the season, and the Cowboys at that time had offered Dak, uh, you know, basically a five-year deal that was in the range of Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. And then in March was the last time they really had substantial talks and offers, and that remains, uh, you know, that five-year deal, just under $35 million. Russell Wilson's got the highest average at $35 million and guaranteed money that is equal to the, uh, to the uh, young guys. Uh, so there's been no activity. Now, listen, you know, we have a few hours from deadline, and something could always change. I mean, uh, if Cowboys sweeten the guaranteed money, maybe. Uh, but th- there's no indication. There just haven't been any really sub- substantive n- discussions. The last time they talked, and actually I got this from Ed Warder, who is down in Dallas, covered the Cowboys a long time, and was June 22nd, the day that Dak signed his franchise tag. I think it was simple, a simple conversation. Hey, we're signing the tag, and we're sending it, sending it in. So, you know, that would be a major surprise if there were any deal done between Dak and the Cowboys this year. And he'll make his $31 million-plus change. And he'll go in the next year with possibly being franchised because he cannot do a long-term extension once this day passes. Morton, maybe it's my memory. I, I do recall Jerry Jones after the Giant game back in September saying that, you know, we're working on a deal, something like the deal is imminent with, with Dak Prescott. Is there something changed from the last year to this year? Well, as soon as he said that, I mean, he kind of got all of our attention. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But when you check him with Eminent, you know, Eminent, you know, Jerry has a way. Jerry is probably the most optimistic, positive guy I've covered in this league for a long time, covered the league a long time. And I think he just felt like, you know, they had put down really what they believe is fair money. But this was, all, this was a lot about years. I mean, Dak came in as a fourth-round draft pick, has played for fourth-round money, has not been hurt, has been there every game they lined up and played. He's played at a pretty strong level, and he wants a shorter-term deal, four years. And so the four years versus five years has been the major hang-up. You can maybe bridge the gap on that by you know, doing something uh, off the charts with the, with the guaranteed money. Uh, let me just say this. I don't think Dak or his agent Todd France would take a Patrick Mahomes type deal. Now I'm, they haven't told me that, but most most of the uh, you know high profile quarterbacks and high profile agents, you know, good for Patrick Mahomes. He's happy with it. That's all that matters is, is that Patrick Mahomes is happy with it. But Dak over the next two or three years is going to make significantly more money than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so. I think Jerry would love – if he could do a 10-year deal, I think Jerry would do it. Heck, Tyron Smith, his all-pro left tackle, basically did a 10-year deal a few years back. But that's not happening here. Chris Mortensen, our NFL insider, with us on First Take, your take on the Shell Pennzoil performance line with Jonathan Hood on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Miles Garrett and his deal. Um, you know, one thing about the Browns, as we know more, is that it's just been so, it's just been a lot of more downs and ups. It has really been an organization that's really needs, needs a win. I don't mean on the field, but in the organization. So with this Miles Garrett deal, what does that say about the future of this organization? Well, I think when they hired John Dorsey to be their general manager, uh, it was a big step forward. I mean, the, the roster improved significantly, and then obviously you know, there was a little bit of a falling out, probably you know, the central being that Freddie Kitchens was, was named head coach last year. 
uh, after having a, a really pretty darn good year as the interim offensive coordinator. Uh, but Miles Garrett was actually drafted by the previous regime, and you know Baker Mayfield showed his rookie year he's got he's got some pretty, he's got the, the type of stuff to, to be a successful quarterback in this league. They've strengthened their offensive line. Uh, you know they they've got a new coach in place. Uh, I think that uh, I think they're going to compete. I mean, I think that the Ravens, Steelers, and and and, uh, and Browns are going to be very competitive this year in the AFC North, and then the Bengals will be will I assume better. But it's such a it's such an odd year with no no off season for you know people who are thinking they they had a great draft. They better just you know kind of put a pause. And I'm not even acknowledging COVID nineteen issues yet. Yeah. Uh, they had to put a pause on their high expectations for those draft picks they got because they haven't been on the field practicing with the team unless it was in, uh, you know, and off, off away from the facility on their own, independently on their own. Mort, is there any uh, movement on the new name for Washington? No more Redskins, so it'll be Washington. What? Well, I mean, we know that it's one of the names that was. Uh, Trademark. Somebody bought up the trademark for it. So I don't know which one it is, but you know, the guy, whoever that guy was, he, he he bought up like what ten to twenty names. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those. I, I you know they were hoping to have it resolved in, in a two week period. Uh, it's just you know that's we still got more than we got a week and a half until that time expires. And you would you would imagine this involves money, right? Because lawyers are involved. Right. So clearly, uh, you know. I would say Dan Snyder's going to have to pay uh, for the name that he wants and pay probably pretty decent money. But I have no idea what that name is. I really don't. Chris Mortensen, NFL Insider with Jonathan Hood on First Take, Your Take on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. You know, Mark, um, is there any word from the NFL regarding uh, COVID-19 plans for the season? Fans won't want to know because I don't expect to see a full house at CenturyLink Field or Bank of America Ballpark. What I wonder what, what the big overarching plan is, for, especially for fans, when it comes to COVID-19. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, – you know, th- they've been talking. I mean, listen, the, internally they've been creating a plan for three or four months to have, I would say, anywhere from 25 to 35% capacity in these stadiums. And I include Philadelphia in that despite their, uh, I think, premature announcement yesterday. Uh, so, you know, they've got their social distancing plans, how they, how they figure this out among their season ticket holders. I, you know, I'm not privy to every, every organization's plan, but uh, I think two-thirds of the stadiums probably will have fans. I, you know, I think training camp, will, it'll surprise me if it starts July 28th. It will surprise me if we have any preseason. But the only thing that is certain right now are the uncertainties. They have a lot to work out financially, and they have a lot to work out with players who should opt out of the season. And, and those are all financial issues, and uh, and so and, and there may be grievance issues. But uh, I do believe they are going to have a football season. Don't forget, 1982, because of the strike, it, was, it wasn't a pandemic. We had a nine-game season, and we crowned a Super Bowl champion. In 1987, we had replacement players for three weeks, and Joe Gibbs. Uh, won a Super Bowl that year because he took it seriously, where somebody like Buddy Ryan in Philadelphia wouldn't even look at his guys. It turned out that the Redskins got uh, at that time, uh, you know, better home field advantage uh, because of that. So we'll have a season, but if, I, if we would, I, I do not. It would be a surprise to me if 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 we went a regular 16 game season plus the playoffs. I'm just expecting some games 
to be missed. But that that is that's just based on the idea that in summertime we kind of thought that this thing would calm down, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you believe that, but that's basically the signals we were getting three or four months ago. And the NFL had the calendar on its side. Well, the calendar is pretty squeezed right now, and the the players clearly uh, have issues they want worked out, and they were trying to work them out this week. Mort, lastly, what is uh, what's hot on your phone right now? Something that's pending. Give us give us a, a little morsel of something that we could be seeing here today that you that you've been going back and forth on. Oh, I mean, you know, you got these these franchise tag players. Not much is expected to get done. Chris Jones got done with the Chiefs, thanks to Patrick Mahomes signing a very team friendly deal, uh-huh. uh, and that was one. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry and the Titans. I think are uh, they're they're trying to work out something. Uh, the running backs, to me, always got the shaft when they did that new deal in 2011. I'm talking about the labor agreement, and uh, I don't think they ever corrected that. But uh, and you know. Uh, that's about it. You know, anything else will be a surprise, but you know, deadlines sometimes bring those surprises around. Uh, not expecting Dak Prescott, uh, but uh, like I say, it, it only takes one phone call and a little bit of paperwork, and, and something gets done. Mort, as always, I appreciate your time. Great insights, and thanks for coming on the show. All right, guys, you take care. Thank you. It is uh, Chris Mortensen, NFL insider for ESPN, with us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. So our, our big question here on First Take, your take, is regarding the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Dak as their quarterback? There's no one on the depth chart now that you look at and say, oh, for sure, you throw Andy Dalton in, Big Red in, and all of a sudden the Cowboys are better. The, I believe that they're destined to win a Super Bowl. I just don't know when. I think that the personnel offensively is good enough for them to get there but the question is when and will Prescott be able to have uh, a number of years you know kind of like Mahomes or others to be able to get that done so what do you think 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 we'll get your thoughts on that also the SEC I'm a college football fan what is the SEC's plan for a college football this fall we'll address it as we move forward here on first taking your take Jonathan Hood and for Jason Fitz on ESPN radio and ESPN news Geico gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you. Like your mom, when you fill out really, really important paperwork on the first day of a new job. Name, check, birthday, social security, is that a thing? Hey, mom, what is my social security number? Mom, mom, mom. Okay, let's guess. Uh, zero, zero, one, seven. Oh, Gemini, hashtag, done. Geico, always there for you with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. For businesses around the world, today isn't a restart. It's a rethink. That's why they're partnering with IBM to change how they work. From supply chains to customer service, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash smart to learn more. First take, your take on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Jonathan Hood in for Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We are talking to you about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, but only in this regard. Not, is Dak going to get paid? Yes, maybe, no. Is Dak going to get money? Yes, maybe, no. Well, you know, we just heard from Chris Mortensen earlier, and Chris Mortensen, the NFL insider, says more than likely it's just going to be the tag, and, and that's fine. But another summer of drama with the Cowboys of who's going to get paid, how much they're going to get paid. I understand the Cowboys are polarizing, but let's focus on what matters, and that is on the field. Can Dak Prescott get the Cowboys to a Super Bowl? 
I think it's very likely. I just don't think it's going to be this upcoming season. But there are no excuses. Uh, a contract's not going to hold a player back from giving his all. Dak Prescott just wants to be able to play at a high level. And I think he's one of the upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL. But there's other teams that are very talented, especially in the NFC, uh, that Dak has to deal with. It's more than just Washington and the Giants. He's got to be able to win even some even bigger games. A lot of it is on him. A lot of it is on the organization. Let's see what happens with the Cowboys this upcoming season. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Right here on First Take, Your Take. Um, I, I want to get your thoughts. Can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl uh, with Dak as their quarterback? Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. We will say hello to Joe in New Hampshire, who's been holding patiently right here on ESPN Radio. Hi, Joe. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I think um... – I think the answer is yes to Dak as far as whether he can get it done or whether he can win the Super Bowl, whichever question you want to ask. But I think um, I think this tends to be one of those ancillary issues surrounding the real issue, and that's the front office. You've got a general manager who's also the owner. And, you know, I think over the years it's kept us from certain coaches. For example, they talked about Urban Meyer being available. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer isn't going to be the guy who makes a statement and then has the owner come on after him and make another statement. And uh, so for me, it just feels like until Jerry Jones stops, you know, his puppet string show, me as a Cowboys fan, we'll just be knocking on the door perpetually. And uh, the quarterback isn't the issue. Joe, appreciate your telephone call. Leaves line open, 888-729-3776. Charles is in California on First Take Your Take with Jonathan Hood on ESPN Radio. Hey, Charles. NFL player, and the reason why I'm going to say this, and I want you to put your money in the shoebox, and I'm willing to buy it. Number one is, I'm listening to Chris Mortensen and Adam Sandler, who I really don't have a lot of respect for as reporters, based on Jack Prescott and bringing Anthony Dalton over to that club was an insult to Zach as an athlete. Number two is, for what Jerry Jones is, this is a business, for what he paid for the team in 89 and for the five guys that he has under contract, and I can name you those five guys, which we don't have time to do, it's an insult to Zach. Me as a player, that's the reason why the trophy is named Vince Lombardi and not Tom Landry, who's probably the greatest coach the Cowboys ever had. Let me address some of this, Charles. I understand. I appreciate your telephone call. That's straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Uh, Adam Sandler works for the company? Like uncut gems, uh, Adam Sandler for real, Mort and Adam Sandler. That's great. That's a great one two, two punch for NFL insiders. Miles Garrett got paid. Now can he continue to move forward? Another incident. That's next. 